Hello everyone, welcome back to our podcast on gender expression. We remix humor and education to explore all things gender. Hey Anissa, how are you doing today? Very nice. I'm so exhausted. <laughs> Why? So I'm done with my finals. Oh, that's a great news. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you, but still, I'm exhausted. Mm. Because yeah, it's post. The whole it's just post. May was so difficult. Not kind of like difficult. It's I'm too dramatic person, but still... That was hard because I had a lot of mm, finals I understand. and deadlines, but still, yeah, I did it. Yes. So for now, I'm so happy that uh, we're done with finals and we have more time to talk about a lot of things with Sima. So yeah, I'm so glad once again that. greetings to you guys. So we're coming back for a whole discussions about our gender blender, yeah, and mixing up different kind of perspective of life <laughs> exactly yeah and for today's episode is uh it's more about the gender and parenting exactly yeah and uh, from the perspective of parent we all want to support and advocate for our children but what happens when our child's gender identity challenges our expectation or beliefs oh let's find it out hmm. So probably today we're going to be talking about the challenges and opportunities of raising gender diverse children and how parents can support and advocate for their children in the world that often. So let's start off by talking about some of the challenges that parents of gender diverse children might face. Hmm. What? I mean, where is your question? What are you waiting for? I mean, where is our... You culture, yeah, we did it already. Where is your question? Come on. You last episode you were criticizing <sighs> that I'm asking always the question. So go on with the conversation. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like I was so ready for this. Why you just didn't ask me question? This is surprise. New uh, cultural custom. Yes. <laughs> I will do that in next episode to you. Okay. As revenge. <laughs> you sure? You're just kidding. You sure? <laughs> So let's get to our today's topic. So I think one of the biggest challenge is just understanding what it means to be gender mm-hmm. diverse in the first place. A lot of parents might not even be aware of gender. Such kind of gender exists. Mm-hmm. And then or they might be resistant to the idea of their children being anything other than the diverse gender. Definitely. And I think that fear of the unknown can sometimes lead parents to try to force their children into a gender of box that mm. doesn't fit. Yeah. So yeah. actually, uh, the society that makes impact on the parents and the mm. parents that cannot do anything with that. So they probably have the understanding that that my the child may differ, not even sometimes not by the gender, by maybe some illness or maybe something that other children doesn't have. Mm. So it may takes a lot of time, but parents do think about that Hmm. and a lot of parents uh, might not even thought about that but simple examples that like if you have a son who likes playing with the dolls or wearing dresses Mm -hmm. you might feel pressure to tell him that 
those things are only for girls. Girls, yeah. Hmm. It's kind of like simple story for in my family was well, three girls mm-hmm. and one boy and probably like the boys is the youngest one. Oh, okay. So and all the dolls, all the pink thing and all the girly thing that we had in our house. It was dismissed but then within a couple of years our mm. house changed to the how does a atmosphere of a boy mm. like sport things cars oh, like bicycles this is not cultural this is something that really exists in the whole mm. world in real yeah, life yeah. in reality exactly this is how the reality works mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's definitely right and then you know it it can be really damaging for the children's self-esteem and the mental health and it's important for parents to create a safe and supportive environment where their children can explore their gender identity without fear of judgment or rejection i can give you an example mm-hmm. uh in a very first episode of the our podcast i talk about my friend I the remember. tattoo artist <laughs> you know I yeah i want to just flashback that moment again in this episode like as an example she was uh, bisexual and she realized that from the very early age and then the parents were very strict religious people they wanted to force her to get married to a boy Mm -hmm. and she didn't want that and then she tried to explain that why she don't want because she was in relation with another girl. And okay. then when she tried to explain this stuff to the parents, and they immediately stopped her and even beat her, that what the hell are you talking about? What is this stuff? And then she went through that, that stage of the depression that she even tried to do suicide. Yeah. So this is one of so the examples. Yeah. Absolutely agree with that point that, uh, like, for every child, parents support always means a lot yeah it doesn't depend it's the how main thing yes it it doesn't depend how your relationship with parents goes on hmm. isn't like too good or too bad like you always have the desire of having support from your yeah. parents yeah i absolutely think that it's also men's being an advocate for a child whether that is in school with the healthcare providers or just in your community. Yeah. It's up to parents. Like, as for ourselves in the future, like, it's really up to us as a parents to make yeah. sure that our children's needs are being met and mm-hmm. that they are being treated with respect and dignity. Yeah. It is really in our hands how the child will grow up. Yeah. And especially, especially, there is also a joke that mm-hmm. all children, all mm-hmm. that are first in their family, have uh-huh. that trigger thing how most of like psychological uh aspects in their life covers also Mm -hmm. because like this is experiment for children Mm -hmm. and also for parents mostly for parents because this is the first child Mm -hmm. they're raising and they don't know how to attitude it and you know like all the things like all the good things all the bad things happens to the first Mm. child because this is experiment of the (laughs) parents because they do not that's not fair (laughs) i exactly agree this is not fair because i'm the eldest child in the family okay (laughs) so it is basic stuff they that they have not experienced that Mm. and this is really experimental thing yeah that you're your first child and they should like work in it how to be a good partner yeah. <laughs> so i totally agree that this is on uh, parents hand how yeah. to uh build his or her children needs mm-hmm. 
on the basic stuff. I'm yeah. not talking about the um, money stuff or mm-hmm. something like this. Financial image. I'm not. I'm about the part of support and care that they give to Emotional. us. Emotional. Emotional. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is so interesting. You're the uh, oldest and I'm the youngest. <laughs> and how is it? How it feels to be the youngest? Because my brother is youngest <laughs> and he's like a king of a house, I can say. Because everything is go so good for him. Mm. And I do not remember. Like my mom says that even like now I'm 20. And my mom yeah. says like when you were in his age, uh, like child, mm-hmm. everything was amazing. Like you also was treated so good. You yeah. all also had everything that you wanted. But the thing that I'm now watching the attitude that my mom does to him, my parents does to him, yeah. and like I don't remember that attitude to myself. <laughs> and they're like, "Stop kidding! What? You're 20 years old, and this is seven years old child. How you can oh compare God. that?" It's kind of like absolute thing that I'm kidding, mm. but still, yeah. there's a thing that you always see the differences. Yeah, Why side. I was treated to be an excellent student at mm. school at university, but mm. my brothers and sisters did not because they, like, you know, <laughs> it's yeah, new generation. I, and I'm like, you're kidding me, new generation. Well, that's true. Also, that's true in my case. I mean, <laughs> I'm the youngest one, and there is a very huge, huge difference between me okay. and my uh, youngest brother. Mm-hmm. And we are kind of different, uh, being treated uh-huh. by our parents and uh, then the other siblings. So, yeah, I mean, it was just interesting to <laughs> for me that you're the oldest and I'm the youngest here. <laughs> anyway, and then I wanted to um, just give an example here as myself, like, um, my, my dad is like very chill, but my mom is very strict. You know, I'm, I'm just a tummy boy. You know, when I was in Afghanistan, I couldn't able to, to pick my favorite or desirable outfit because mm-hmm. my mom always limited me like, no, what is this you wearing? Come on. We are going to wedding, for example, or we are going to, to this stuff or that stuff. And then when I pick up very casual or like how to say this tummy boy look and then she criticized me for that but my my dad never does no she didn't she never criticized me because of that but he always told me like um are you a girl or a boy and then i said both maybe <laughs> and then he just say like whoa good and then ignore like a joke and this thing uh, but my mom she know actually the same works like similar situation i have i do have in my family because I'm a person who like oversized things. Same. <laughs> my mom like, you're kidding me. <laughs> like, when we are always going to visiting my grandparents. Yeah. And she is like, always, all yeah. the time, like, you sure you're gonna go with, with this outfit? Yeah. Like, we so also have our traditional clothes mm-hmm, and I know like, that. yeah, dress and those trousers. Yeah, yeah. And, and they're asking like, you sure? I'm. My mom is also asking like. <laughs> I don't get that new generation with oversized, like, I also yeah, want, yes. so there was a story that I really like my dad's style, and I always asked his clothes, uh-huh. especially jackets, <laughs> Nice. and my mom like, you're, this is innocent, Anissa, how can you do that? How can you, so when I was leaving from Tajikistan to Bishkek, uh, so mm. I asked my dad to borrow one of the jackets to me. Oh my god, that's so <laughs> and cute. He actually agreed, but my mom didn't allow Oh me. my goodness, that's... <laughs> but my mom didn't allow me. You can just steal I'm, it. I'm still, how can I? 
Okay. You don't know my mom. <laughs> okay. So, so I was so I'm still upset. Like I know that I'm like old enough to be like independent mm. and not being sad by for yeah. similar things. But I'm still upset why <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get the jacket from my dad. Yeah. And there's a thing like I also wasn't uh I was never judged by my father about my appearance or the mm. way how I look. Mm. And I really admire him for this because he never judged me. He mm. never treated me like you should wear this kind of stuff and you should not wear this kind of stuff or is mm. it good or is it bad? Like he always asked me like whatever mm. feels you casual, whatever is good for you. Just do the thing you wanted. But there was also limitation of mm. like not too short yeah, or yeah. not too open. But I also don't like it because like my parents probably know that I'm like that person mm. that uh prefer casual things. So yeah. They probably shorten myself. So that yeah. advocacy, I'm lucky that I had that advocacy of uh, having support from my family. Yeah, I'm really, but still, my mom yeah. sometimes. You know, you know, it's really important. Today, mm -hmm. if I, I don't care at all how people will judge my appearance, like look. Well, I have been misjudged a lot, <laughs> and uh, you know, if today it is not bothering me, it's because all because of my parents. Mm -hmm. Although my mom, yeah, as you said, she always complain about it, but <laughs> you know, she also support me, like yeah, and my dad and my whole family. The support of the family is really important mm. today. If I have, I mean, a good self esteem and also, um, I I don't care about people's judgment. It's all because of the parents' uh, support and advocacy, and that's that's so true. Speaking of the advocacy, I know that you have some experience with pushing back against gender stereotype in your own parenting. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like for the future own parenting, I'm also have advising not to all everyone, but also advice to myself is that it is uh, very important to let kids be themselves, even if it yeah, challenges exactly. our own ideas what gender should look like. Mm -hmm. I love that. A great segue into talking about some of the opportunities of raising gender diverse children. Because when we break down those gender stereotypes, we open up a whole world of possibilities for our kids. Absolutely. Um, let kids be themselves. They uh, are able to tap into their creativity and mm -hmm. imagination in mm -hmm. ways that might not be possible otherwise. And they also learn empathy and acceptance, which are skills that will serve them well in all areas of life. For example, mm -hmm. like um, like different life cases is that there's a weird things that happen mm -hmm. in life. For example, uh, the fact that we use different colors to identify genders from more like childhood perspectives. Okay. Like uh, a pink is for girls and a blue is for boys. Oh. Who decided that? I'm still thinking about that. Yeah. Um, and... I still have no idea, but I know that this cultural thing, and in some countries, pink is actually considered as masculine color. <laughs> I've heard about that, but I don't know is it true. Mm. But still, like in my case, I'm not saying that uh, I don't ac accept it. And it seems for me weird because, mm -hmm. especially for me, when I'm s like thinking about pink, mm -hmm. it's really kind of like more, it goes automatically in your mind. It's like feminine color. Yeah, you know? I mean, this is again... And you know that uh, you're totally sure you cannot say that this color can be favorite color of a man. 
Uh, I had a professor. So mm -hmm. there was a case that, um, so we were talking about freedom of speech. Mm -hmm. And he identified himself as a man. Mm -hmm. But the way how he... Dress up maybe dress or appearance? Up, yeah. mm -hmm. His appearance, his mm -hmm. gender identity quite differs from a man. Like mm. normal attitude I mean, of men. The and culture based of yes, yes, men. Yes, yes. <laughs> and he's actually into a woman, into mm -hmm. a female. Mm -hmm. But there's a thing that he told me that I consider myself as a man, mm -hmm. but people do not accept me or people sometimes don't like me just mm -hmm. because my favorite color is a pink. That's and crazy. I'm like, so weird. And mm. like, he was like, when I'm saying that my favorite color is pink, people staying, starting thinking, are you gay? And actually the mm. way how he dressed up and like mm -hmm. the jackets, how he wore, it's yeah. bright red or bright pink mm -hmm. or something like this. Mm. Even I, being a girl, don't wear this kind of bright <laughs> jackets as he do because he's really good in fashion as I. Yeah. So... This is his desire to express himself in that way. In that way of fashion yeah. that he wants to be. And that's so cool. And yes, <laughs> and you, you cannot say that he is gay. Yeah. He is a, like, Just because the man. pink color. It's really nice that you bring up this <laughs> topic. But, you know, we are a little bit at the end of our session. However, yes. um, again, we emphasize on the parenting topic here. Mm. It's really important that parents... I don't know. I don't want to put this on my parents. But but I kind of feel it was their job to talk about this stuff about <laughs> with me. I don't know. There's the thing that when you are going to the some places where... Not some places, but maybe, for example... Uh, for example, even when you're going to the bars that is L for LGBT, com yeah. LGBT community, <laughs> some people who know that you're straight will say that you're not allowed to go there. Not for being straight, but... There's the thing that you haven't seen it before mm -hmm. and you might have cultural shock. And people yeah, do. Yeah. People do have that cultural shock because they like, what? <laughs> How can it can still exist? How can it even exist? Oh, my God. And this, like, parents should talk about that. Yeah. Parents should support yeah. about that. Because when, uh, the, when boys started, like, there's a lot of cases that I've heard. Yeah, yeah. That there's boys uh wanted to play with the dolls or some girls or wanted to do boxing or yeah, something yeah. like this and like by seeing that there's their surrounding mm -hmm. is not in that way mm. and they try to think that maybe problem in themselves yeah so that is why i think like this kind of conversation is really important for not uh for not being a gay or lesbian or yeah. something like this. This kind of thing is important diversity. of identifying yourself as a human. Yourself. As True a yourself. of yourself. Yes. Yeah, that's Agreed. the main thing. This is really important that parents remember that there is no one right way to raise a gender diverse child. It's all about listening to your child, supporting them in a way that they need and being open to learn and grow alongside them. That's such a great point for myself. That's yeah. such a great point. And I guess like we can come to the conclusion with that point. Yeah. That was the really good conclusion for today's podcast. Mm. And I guess like you guys enjoyed that because yeah. we did. Yeah. It was so amazing <laughs> conversation to have because parenting is really really serious and very mm. important stuff so 
Thank you for being with us. Yeah, thank you so much for being with us till now. And yeah, take care. Have a great summer. It's summer. Have a great summer. And summer comes soon, so you yeah. Should <laughs> and then um, stay tuned. See you soon. I Bye. hope you will still waiting for our podcast in summer. Yeah. Wait for it. Yeah, yeah. See you guys. Bye. Bye.